everybody. How are we today? Oh, that's nice. How are you all feeling? Are you pumped? I love that I get to speak on rock night. Seriously, rock night is my favourite night of the year, I reckon. Not that it's ever been a night before. Um, so, look, uh, you feel free to sit down, get comfy, you know, get in your space. Does anyone, is anyone here like a bit of a fan of like thrillers where there's a bit of suspense and you don't know what's going to happen? Yeah? I love that stuff. Um, does anyone here, have, have, do you guys go to like, like comedy shows or like, has anyone watched Ross Noble before? You know how he starts at like at the beginning of a, um, like of a joke and he'll start off with a story, right? And he'll get about two thirds of the way in or half of the way in and get completely distracted and you see they're going, Tell me the end of the story! What's going on? You know, you, you know that? I love it, but I hate it. Well, I'm going to do that to you tonight. I just wanted to just, just, you know, just let you know it. Heads up. Just uh, as you will notice, I've got a blender here for tonight. I've got some milk here that I purposely put out in the sun all day. So that should be nice and sour. Some, um, look, some smoked oysters, which I actually don't mind, but most people think that's disgusting. Um, I found tongues. Yeah, actual tongues. I don't know what they're tongues of, but they're tongues. They have taste buds. Uh, found that in the supermarket. That was fun. Some Seriously, I bought this one time legitimately, pink salmon in a, in a tin. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I thought, oh, a salmon, that might be nice. And I opened it up and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, bit of fish sauce, bit of herring fillets, which is like another kind of fish, but it's like pickled and a, a little bit. It's, I've got some gross stuff here for you. I had some stuff in the fridge that had, like, had gone mouldy because I hadn't cleaned out the fridge for a few months and I forgot to bring it. So just consider yourself lucky with that one. Oh, and also like ridiculously hot chilies. I know, I love that. Um, I was going to lie to you and tell you that I imported them from South America and that they were, like, were the kind, you know, the ones that are like so strong that they could actually give you a heart attack, but I just couldn't bring myself to lie on stage when I'm talking about Jesus. So I decided not to. <laughs> Quality move there. Anyway, so tonight I am talking to you guys. We've had our series, um, and if, if you're new, we've been, um, we've been exploring a, a chapter of the Bible because we love the Bible here. Um, we're big nerds. I'm, I'm a giant nerd. So um, we've been talking. Can anyone remember what chapter we've been talking about? Mark. So in case you didn't realise, that's because it was written by a guy named Mark. That's they're really original with their titles in the Bible. It's generally like Mark wrote Mark and Matthew wrote Matthew and all those things. Um, but tonight I'm talking about Mark 14. So I'm going to give you the Tree Burgess uh, summary of the chapter. Uh, it's not official. You know, it's not hasn't been written in the in like printed in a Bible press yet. So just bear with me. Um, but essentially, this is all about Jesus's last day of freedom before he gets arrested and taken off to be. Like, like tortured and crucified and everything. So he, um, there's a, a whole bunch of stuff that happens, but I'm going to start, he sort of goes, and have you all heard of The Last Supper? Yeah. Josh and I have actually seen that painting in Italy somewhere, and it's, it was so underappreciated that there's a door cut out of the middle of the, it's like the painting is like on massive wall, and there's like at some point in the, in the war, someone thought it would be a good idea to cut the door in the, in the wall and didn't check that there was a painting on the other side. And so like the, one of the world's most amazing masterpieces just has like a white rectangle in the middle of it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, anyway, so Last Supper. Jesus has him and all his disciples, which are like his besties, they're his crew. Uh, they have dinner together and he kind of tries to break the news to them. They don't, I don't think they really pick up on it, but lets them know that, you know, I'm going to die soon. I think they all probably thought he was being a bit dramatic and he did the whole, you know, they broke the bread and, and they drank the wine, which, I mean, I would do. Um, if my, it was my last night on earth, I'd totally, you know, have a big feast. <laughs> Why not? Um, so he does that with his buddies and, 
Um, he's sort of trying to prepare them emotionally, pre prepare them mentally. He just whips out at the table, by the way, one of you is going to betray me and hand me over to be tortured and beaten. And that's a bit of an awkward moment at dinner because it always is when you, when you bring that up. Um, <laughs> so, and he's like, Judas, that's you. Um, so anyway, so that happens and then he's like, and then, he's, and then it hits him, I think, and he starts to really freak out the gravity of what's about to happen, like it's going to happen soon. Because he was fully God, like he was God's son and he came down to earth, but he was fully human too. So he was, he was known, he had, the, I think it was probably the worst situation because he knew full well what he was about to do. He was like, at least with us humans, we're blissfully unaware of what's happening. Um, but he knew exactly what was going to happen and then he had to do it. But in his humanness, he was like, man, I just don't want to do this. And so he took his, his besties with him. He's like, I just need to pray because that's what you do. When you're freaking out, you just got to pray. And he's, he takes his besties with him. And then he takes his like three super besties with him a little bit further into the garden. And it actually says that in the Bible, super besties. Yeah, just look it up. Um, and he says, guys, I am, I think he says something like, I am filled with sorrow to the point of death. Like he is really, really having a tough time. He's like, I just need to go pray. Can you just keep watch, pray with me? Can you just support me in this? They're like, yeah, we'll go back. So he goes a little bit further and he's praying and he says, God, please, you know, you can do anything. If you can take this cup away from me, please, but not what, not what I want, what you want. And then he goes back to his besties and they're falling asleep. And he's like, really? This, like, I really need you right now. Can you wake up? I'm going to go pray again because I, I don't think it worked. So he, like, he's, he, they've woken up. Like, yeah, no, sorry, <sighs> we're here. Have some coffee. Have a vata cappy, um, latte. It'll be okay. And he goes back and he prays the same thing. God, please take this cup away from me. If I don't have to do this, please find another way. But... I'll do it if, yeah, okay, we have to do it. So he goes back to his mates, they're falling asleep again. So he's like, seriously, in his hardest time, they're just falling asleep on him, they're letting him down. Uh, he does it a third time, and then he's, you know, he's set, he knows, he gets back to them, and he says, all right, well, you're sleeping, you know, seriously. He says, like, the flesh is willing, but the, the, sorry, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Like, you guys are just, I know you, you, you do love me, but you're really not showing it right now. And then he goes, you know what, it doesn't matter anyway, because here comes my betrayer and then um, Judas rocks up and with the soldiers and they all go to take him away. Peter in his desperate act to try and be like no I do love you cuts off their ear and then he, he goes do you know what he does? Uh, this, is, this is how I know that Jesus was God and like fully God and fully human is he picks up the ear heals him. There you go now you can arrest me. Really? I would have been like yes Peter good job. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway he didn't do that. <laughs> That's why I'm not Jesus. <laughs> End of the sermon. <laughs> no. So, okay, there's like a thousand things that I could have focused on and I was talking with God a lot about this and going, what do you want me to focus on? Talk about the last story. I could talk about anything. And the main thing that I really was thinking about that was what was in the cup? So I'm going to read to you from the actual Bible because that's always a good idea. Um, this is the actual verse when he's, when he's praying. He says, Abba, Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. So he's saying a cup of suffering. And I was like, I kind of always assumed that when he was talking about a cup of suffering, he was maybe just being a little bit poetic and talking about, and when I say, you know, a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm making this sound flippant. He was about to be beaten and humiliated and stripped and tortured and, you know, and spat on and, like, and then crucified and, di and, you know, about to die. But I, um, I realised, I don't think that he was talking about that. I think that, you know, in our humanness, we go, that's probably the worst thing ever. But he was God as well. And so I just want to read another verse that's from another part of the Bible. 
and it talks it says he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds you are healed now you're going to hear the word sin a little bit if you're new around town or you haven't heard that word before or you make it think it sounds a little bit like i'm going to have a picket sign you know saying repent of your sins and all that stuff sin is just a a bible way of saying a fancy way of saying anything that's not of god basically so you know you think of sin you think of murder and uh, adultery and you know there was a list i'm pretty sure that there's a list of, of sins like the seven deadly sins they're all there but you know sin is anything as well like i'm i sin i stuff up all the time you all do too anyone who puts their hand up and says i don't sin is sinning because you're lying so you know <laughs> just putting it out there so that's the word we use that word it's not a creepy word it's just saying anything that's not from god so the worst of the worst of the worst but also you know your little day-to-day gossiping you know bitching about someone talking about them behind their back lying all that sort of stuff um so he personally carried our sins in his body and then i was like hang on he carried our sins not from afar not from like a backpack not with one of those big tongs where you hold it as far away from you as possible because it's disgusting which is what i do with my child's nappies sometimes Uh, he carried it in his body so what was in the cup well my theory was it was like the sin and the suffering and the pain of the world. The reason that he had to go to the cross and die, that was in the cup. He had to carry the sins there somehow. And when you think about it, if you're going to carry something in your body, how do you do it? You consume it. So imagine a cup. So we're just going to make a little concoction here of disgustingness. Imagine a cup full of suffering and sin. Every horrible thing that has ever happened in the history of the world and every horrible thing that will ever happen. Think about the stuff that's going on right now um, in Israel. Oh, think about like Hitler, all that sort of stuff. Imagine just a cup full of pain. Every murder that's ever happened. <laughs> Trust Josh to make murder funny, really. Uh, abuse, every kind of abuse. Torture, the torture he was about to bear himself, but also everything that's ever happened. If you ever watch Criminal Minds, you'll... Your brain goes to crazy places. Terrorism. Appropriate. Uh, (laughs) Lies. Hate. Cheating. He drank it all to take it to the cross for us. No wonder he was freaking out. So, (laughs) yeah, that's... (laughs) I got Josh to do this because I'm pregnant and would probably vomit into the blender, which would also make it more gross. But, you know, so do you want um, to blend this puppy up? We're going to say, or, or, you know, before we blend it, does anyone, is it, do I have any volunteers for drinking it? Wow. <laughs> okay, hang on. Wait, I've just got to add a few provisos, okay? So what if you've got to drink it, but then afterwards you've got to be willing to be whipped and beaten and insulted. He's still in? Okay, all right, we're gonna add, we're just gonna take it up a notch here. We're gonna add some uh, toilet cleaner. This will kill you. Um, This one's called Jedi. I don't know what's in there. Bit of uh, ant sand, yep. This concoction will literally kill you. How How are you feeling, do you still? Still want to take it? You're insane. <laughs> Don't ruin my point. Um, but seriously, this is like 
the most pathetically watered down version of what Jesus did for us. Right? Blend it. Blend it. I can't even look at it. That's disgusting. Um, So he chose to take all your sin. Can you pour it into the cup for me, please? All your sin and your pain and all of that disgustingness that is in all of us. Thank you. (laughs) I knew he would do that. You filled it right up to the brim. Thanks for that. Now I can't gesture. Um, Just so that to free you from the burden of trying to earn your way into heaven. He did this so that your sins could be forgiven. Oh, I can smell this fish right now. But the freedom that he gives is so much bigger than this, right? It goes beyond the forgiveness of our sins and a free passage into eternity and paradise. I really think about this, okay? He personally experienced every pain, every horror, everything that has ever happened. He drank it. Like he tasted it as it went down. The worst thing that you've ever done the worst thing that's ever been done to you. The worst things that have ever happened in history and the worst things that ever will happen, he knows because he drank it. So if you're sitting in this room thinking, no one understands what I've gone through, no one understands what I've done, no one understands what's happened to me, you might be right. No one in this room probably understands. No one in this world might even understand. But Jesus understands because he drank it and he tasted it. Um, so this is the extra freedom that he gives. Not only can we go to him for forgiveness of our sins, which is a massive thing, and it, I, I feel like I'm sweeping over that incredibleness. Like, that is insane in itself. But we can go to him with anything that we're facing, anything that we're struggling with, anything that has happened to us that we're just going, I just don't know how to deal with this. And we, he understands. He doesn't just hear it and go, oh, that must be tough. He, he understands completely because he went through it and he drank it. And he did that for you. He even said so himself when he was here on earth. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He wants you to come to him with all your junk and your grossness and your stuff-ups and your pain and your past and just give it to him. He's carried it before, he'll carry it again. And he says, in return, I will give you rest. It's a pretty good deal. You give him all your junk and in return, he gives you rest. Rest from your pain, rest from your guilt, rest from your sins, rest from your past. He will give you that if you just ask. So um, I just really wanted to, I know I've talked about some heavy stuff tonight, but I wanted this to be a message that, uplifts you and it makes you excited because seriously the God of the universe cares so much about you that he came down to earth not only to free you from sin and and all of that but to experience what you have to experience and know what you're going through so when you're feeling like man why did God let that happen you know we ask that question God how could this have happened to me you know we live in a messed up world and stuff happens all the time and I, I, I have that same thing we lost a really good mate of ours who was a dad to to three kids who were, you know, your age. And we were just like, how can that happen? But at least we've got a God who we can go to and go, he knows, he knows the pain that I'm feeling. He knows where I'm at right now because he drank it and he tasted it and he experienced it himself so that he could be like, I know what you're going through. Let me help you. Let me give you rest. So 
be excited and make sure you use that. Don't let that be in vain. So if you don't know God and you, you're thinking this, this guy, this Jesus guy sounds amazing, we would love you to help you through that decision tonight. And um, I'm going to be in the green room, which is just out, out these doors and, um, and then like the doors on the left, just near the couches. Um, we might even stand out the front so people know where to go. If, you're, if there's some stuff that's been brought up tonight or you're feeling like I really need to process this with someone or I need to pray or I want, I want Jesus, he sounds amazing. We're going to be there. Josh and I will be there and Frank and maybe a couple of the other senior leaders if you guys can be there too. Um, if, you, if you want to process that, we're there. We would love to pray with you, chat with you about that. Um, but feel free to chat about it in O-Group's time as well. We're going into O-Group's time now. And if, if you guys could put that up on the screen. Um, if, you've, if, you don't, if you're new here tonight and you don't know what O-Group's time is, that might sound weird. It's just basically hanging out with people who are your like, same age and same gender and just chatting it out. So feel free to chat about that tonight. Bless you. Bless you. Um, Feel free to chat about stuff that I've talked about tonight. Feel free to chat about absolutely nothing, like the grossest thing you've ever ate, eat, eaten or drunk. Um, but if you want to have a chat or you want to have a pray, we're going to be there. If not, head on out to O-Groups and just celebrate the fact that Jesus loves you that much. Okay? Yeah. Love you.